I'm sorry. Can you imagine the first guy to be like, this is a rock gong? <laughs> Check it out. I play the rock gong. <laughs> I wonder if you ever hit it too hard and someone's standing underneath it and killed someone. Well, that's what I was Absolutely saying. Absolutely that happened. That's just like such a dangerous, you're like slapping this big rock and then it falls. Well, they didn't know any better. Back then when people died, they were probably like, oh, let's not do that again. Welcome back, Science Pals. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, beep, beep. it's been a minute. It's been a long time since we brought that out. <laughs> you are OGRT, <laughs> if you know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Josh. I'm Grace. And this is the Random 3 Podcast. Where we are discovering new things and give you information for the curious. That was a new one. That was. I, yeah, I haven't heard that one before. No. Do we yeah. like it? Someone let us know. Who knows? Someone listen to our intros and let us know which one you like the best or the verbiage. Yeah, could you like transcribe them, write them down into like a doc? Yeah, just then... let us know which information or which intro <laughs> you were like, ooh, that, one that is... made me want to listen. Yeah. Because <laughs> right now we're just winging it. Yeah, every Story single one's lives. different. And honestly, even... Even if you did tell us, we're probably still going to, each one's still going to be different. Yeah, like. we're going to try. I yeah. would like to find one eventually, but yeah. I just feel like we're not there yet. Haven't got there yet. Podcasting is a long game. Yeah. Like, true. you can podcast for 10 years and finally get your, your following. Get something going. So I'm kind of like, we're still in the beginning infant stages. We got our science oh, pals. Absolutely. We got our OGRT. Yeah. We got. We got. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, we've got the, the science pal in the beaker. The beaker. Yeah. We don't even have a hundred episodes out yet. So no, we this don't. Is, this will be like fifty or no seventy four or five something. Someone like that. let us know what we should do for the hundredth. Yeah. What should we do? We should do? do something fun. We should. Maybe we can like go live on Ooh, YouTube. A live podcast. Yeah, do a live pod. That would be interesting to celebrate. Yeah, we that can get could be. like some blow up balloons. <laughs> Stick them to our wall. Can we get one of those wacky inflatable arm ends? Absolutely. That would be really bad for the pod, though. Just the sound of that thing. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. um, Ratings and reviews? Ratings and reviews. Yeah. Mine comes from Apple Podcasts. Okay. It's actually the theme of the video or the podcast today. So. So I should go first. You want to go first? Because I have an email from our email address, randomtheorypod at gmail.com. And this comes from Kurt. 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 I'm assuming that's a he says, hey, Grace and Josh, recently listened to your episode, How Do Cars Work? It's a good episode. It was a really good episode. More, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I was sad to hear about the bad review. Oh, because we we called out that one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That one, yeah. I enjoy listening to your chit chat at the beginning. It's nice to know what's going on with you two. Uh, I've been a loyal fan for a long time. I'm a police officer in a suburb of Buffalo, New York. Whoa. And I, and I enjoy listening to the podcast while driving around. We have a police officer that Dude, listens to us? police officer <laughs> driving around. I hope he's pulled someone over while listening to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> he's listening to like do dinosaurs fart. <laughs> and it gets into like a high speed pursuit or something. That's oh, amazing. Man. That would be incredible. What if you had to arrest somebody? Puts him in the back. And they're listening to him. And they turn it on the pod. <laughs> He's like, ah, don't worry, I got a pod going. Don't worry, my guy. We're gonna learn about dinosaur <laughs> farts together. Um It'd be an interesting conversation. That is it. Kurt. You right guys back. can learn something together. Yeah. Let us know. Are you is that like some sort of is there a law against that that you can't like There's gotta be subject uh, a <laughs> potential criminal? I don't know. So then he continues. Um on that note, here's a police joke. Mm. Officer, 
I notice your eyes are bloodshot. Have you been drinking? Driver. I notice your eyes are glazed over. Have you been eating donuts? <laughs> Cop made a donut joke. That's interesting. <laughs> I wonder if he, Kurt likes donuts. Do you like donuts, Kurt? Is that like a thing or is it just a joke that is commonly... I like donuts and I'm not a cop, so... I, I can go for a donut, you know? I'm They're a good, pretty I'm yummy. a donut guy. Yeah, they I'm here are. for it. Then he signed at OGRT. So oh, so he's been around he's for been a He's been around for a while, yeah. Dang. Kurt, great email. Amazing. Uh, thank you for being a police officer and keeping the suburb of Buffalo, New York safe. Seriously. It's a tough job. Let us know if you're, you've are you ever listened to our podcast while in the middle of a high-speed pursuit. Or with a or with in the, the back. Or with someone in the back. Yeah, we need to know. Kurt, thank you so much yeah. for emailing us. That was awesome. That made my day. Yeah. What you got? All right. Mine comes from a longtime listener. Okay. Uh, it says, I'm back again, and it's by Cartac. Oh, Cartac. We for know sure. Cartac. Yeah. He said, hello, Random Theory. This is my third rating and review. I think we've read all of them. I feel like we, at this point, we definitely have. Said, I'm here for my third rating and review and a joke for you guys. I think this is the most times people have returned. I think you were right. I think, Cartac, you're right. Cartac, you yeah. hold the record currently. You've got, you, you've got the return <laughs> record. Uh, they said, I have two podcast ideas. One, how electricity and electronics work, okay. which we've already done a podcast. We did do one on electricity. Yeah. So the electricity episode was episode 48. It was titled, This Episode is Electrifying. Wow. And it was published on October 11th okay. of 2022. So you can go listen to that one there, Cartac, to yeah. answer that question. And then their second idea was music. Music. And so today we are talking all about music. Oh, let's go. They said, I thought it would be interesting to hear from you guys about these topics. My last question is, is maple pronounced maple syrup or maple syrup? That's a hard hitting question. Mine is syrup. Syrup. It's syrup. It's syrup. Anyone that says syrup, I'm like, what are you doing? It feels obnoxious to me. Maple syrup. You're really trying for yeah, that. Yeah, you're like, just trying to be different. Syrup. Some, can I have some maple syrup? I mean, is that like an accent thing, though? I could see, is that like a Midwest? Has wi- to be. Like Minnesota? Yeah. Minnesota. Minnesota. Syrup. Syrup. Get my syrup. Can I have a maple I syrup? Like Irish, though. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's definitely uh, syrup. syrup. Yeah. Uh, and then they said, knock, knock. Oh, who's there? Beats. Beats who? Beats me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Into music we go (laughs) right after this break. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're back. All right. Just talking about music today. All right, I am so excited. You know me. Has big, a band. Big music guy. Big music guy. In a, in a band. Uh, Lantern by Sea. Check us out. Check it out. If you don't, you're not a legit science pal. I'm all about calling people out right now for not. Yeah, it's like it's coming off hot right now. It's really coming off hot. Yeah, you're not a real science pal if you don't listen to Lantern by Sea. <laughs> really great music. Thank you. Anytime. Thank you. I'm a big fan. Um, but yes, so obviously Even I've missed every concert this year. That's true. Like kind it's of okay. kind of fake fan, but like I don't. You know, it's it's, it's okay. cool. Like it's fine. 
but yes, big music guy, music, big part of my life for a very long time since I was very little. Um, so very stoked for a, a music pod. This is a tough one for me because I am not a music person. Yeah. And this very much took me back to like music class back in college where they right. like make you sit there yes. and learn music or like learn the history or blah, blah, blah. Music is, it's kind of like an abstract, like you're defining art, right? Like it's like hard to, yes. it's hard to pinpoint certain things about it. You know, we were talking about like, well, how old, like where, did, how, what was the first music? And it's like, right. how do you even uh, define that? You know? Yeah. Like, it's hard. It is hard. And it's a really big question. And so yeah. part of this is going to be just kind of like how people created music. What is music? What yeah. like is the concept of music? Where does music and speech separate? Yeah. Because that's a big thing. I feel like it's answering those questions to the best of your ability. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. You know, as, as much yeah. as you can, you know. So by 40,000 years ago, humans were creating musical instruments in two and three dimensional images of the world around them. By 17,000 years ago, they had developed all the major representational techniques, including painting, drawing, engraving, sculpting, ceramics, and stenciling. Okay, so this is just saying the art was coming to be yes like it was all those things were happening mm -hmm. including music which is important because like it, this is something we need to talk about because yeah. a lot of musical instruments were like sculptures or were yeah. like an intricate piece like yeah. you hear about instruments being made in the bible like i just finished reading all about corinthians yeah and or i read through the book of corinthians and literally like they're making harps and lyres and flutes and trumpets Man, like some of those old-timey instruments are real crazy looking yeah real crazy looking but yeah. like they were doing it that's true yeah so here's the, here's the thing about music is making music is a universal human trait that goes back at least 35,000 years ago. Um, and to explore the evidence of some of the world's earliest music instruments, we're going to look at the flute, actually. The flute? The flute. Okay. So the flute is one of the world's oldest manufactured musical instruments. Two pieces of carved and hollowed out mammoth ivory were joined together and sealed. Oh. The flute had at least three finger holes and played a five note scale i mean that makes sense uh, like as far as like what came about first yeah. music yeah like that it's a it's a a hollow tube you blow air through exactly like you know a guitar that's got you got strings on it you got a string yeah, you know yeah. a certain tension and different positions like that's hard that's yeah. not but a flute you're just blowing air through a tube <laughs> so it, that makes sense that that would be one of the oldest if not the oldest instrument yeah and especially out of mammoth I think yeah, people forget that like we lived with mammoths. I know, right? It's crazy, right? That's Did crazy. you see the uh, mammoth meatball over? This was just like over the weekend. Wait, what? Some lab like, you know, did the whole like mammoth DNA into some cell embryos yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and made a meatball out of that lab processed meat. I don't know why. I don't know what they were <laughs> doing with it. I, I didn't like really dig into it. Yeah. Um, I just saw the picture of it and it was just like a giant meatball, like a softball size meatball. Ew. Yeah. Mammoth. Uh, it's crazy though. The, we, we hung out with the mammoths. We did. And apparently used their ivory to make flutes. It's, it's kind of wild. Yeah. So what is music? And this is actually a very difficult thing to answer as everyone has their own idea of what music is. Yeah. What is music to you, Josh? I mean, well, that's the thing of like what I said at the beginning of the podcast of like such big questions 
and very like vague open you know like what mm-hmm. is music that's such a like subjective question i mean to me music is some type of sound mm-hmm. produced by something mm-hmm. that i would say has some distinct characteristic about it or like a melody yeah that is music that is music to me that's so interesting so it can be any any kind of sound any any yeah. type of instrument or even not even an instrument because like you know somebody tapping their foot yeah or you know snapping clapping clapping all that stuff that's all music as long as you know if somebody's just applauding something yeah that's not music no but if they're like clapping to a beat yeah you know whatever that's that's when it becomes music to me interesting yeah a lot of people say that music is a sound that conveys emotion. Okay, that makes sense. I really don't know what music is to me. Like, if if you were somewhere to ask you that, I'd be like, I don't know. It just makes noise. Yeah. To me, music it's is noise. is noise. Yeah. I think it is a little bit more than that, though. Like, yeah. it's not just noise. It has, yeah. I, and I think there's something really fascinating about music because it has the ability to bring people together. It does something very interesting to your brain. Yeah. Well, that I guess I I like what you said there, and I I hadn't really thought about that, but that's a really good explanation of it of of a, of a sound that conveys emotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's so great about music is, and it, it blows my mind all the time when, you know, listening to a song. Yeah. The sounds coming, you know, from my phone or whatever, a song, have the ability to, you know make me emotional yeah or whatever or and even crazier is like with my band and we, you know we wrote an album put it out and we've had people come up to us and say stuff like that of like yeah you know this song brought me to tears or whatever oh and it's just like something that i wrote yeah and played on a guitar is bringing that person to tears that's right. insane. that's crazy that's so i mean so beautiful and amazing yeah um so i think that is yeah like sound that ha- sound that conveys emotion it's so interesting because music has the ability to heal as well. Yeah. I and think so. Yeah. yeah. And like help people like work through things. Like it's a very unique and interesting medium. It has the ability to take you back to a certain place in time as well. True. Like yeah. there's songs very, that I hear that I'm like. to yeah. a memory or something. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So this, this was saying like a mother humming or cooing to calm her baby would probably count as music. Yeah. Using this definition. And this simple music probably predated people speaking yeah i mean i would imagine so right because speech is a very it's a complex thing it is but somebody just humming or whatever Mm -hmm. you know making you know whatever yeah like that's uh, i think yeah that that would definitely come before complex speech well you think about babies even yeah like they coo, they make, make noises and yeah. stuff. They don't speak. Spe- yeah. Speech is taught. Yeah. But where do we draw the line between music and speech? You might think that rhythm, pattern, and controlling pitch are important in music, but these things can also apply when someone's reciting a sonnet or speaking with heightened emotion. So each of us has our own way of saying, yes, this is music, and no, that is speech. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole thing with like... um spoken word yeah or even even like some you know rap like hip-hop type stuff like that Mm -hmm. where you know i've i've heard songs whether you want to call them that where it is like it's a it's a music track there's like a backing you know music Mm -hmm. and then somebody just 
what would what would I guess be perceived as somebody reciting a poem, right? And that could you know is classified as a song, a music, mm-hmm. you know, music. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, yeah, like you know, if you if you listen to like a great speaker, like some politician or you know somebody that right. like that whole pattern and rhythm thing, like they have that. That isn't that's a thing. You have to like even in our. Um youtube videos like when i'm speaking and then like we lay a song behind it like yeah. there have been times where people are like wait that sounded like a a song and it's like yeah yes it was yeah. supposed to well and you have like a certain rhythm in the way you speak yeah but that, i guess yeah that doesn't need necessarily mean it's music right so i don't know it's a, it's a complex question it's a it hard is. question so when did our ancestors begin making music if we take singing then controlling pitch is important scientists have studied the fossilized skulls and jaws of early apes to see if they were able to vocalize and control pitch. And this was about a million years ago. And our common ancestor, you know, the Neanderthals and modern humans had a vocal anatomy to sing like us. But it's important to know if they actually did. Right. So they're just saying they've studied their skulls and they they had the hardware. Yeah. But they don't, I mean, no one knows if they actually, no one can actually know if they actually sang. Right. Mm -hmm. So, another important component of music is rhythm. Our early ancestors may have created rhythm music by clapping their hands. And this may be linked to the earliest musical instruments. When somebody realized that smacking stones and sticks together doesn't hurt your hands (laughs) as much. So, many of these instruments are likely to have been made from soft materials like wood and reed. And so, they haven't survived, obviously. Sure. Yeah. They're not like an ivory flute. Right, made out of mammoth. Yeah, um, that's interesting about rhythm. I feel like, do you? I I was gonna ask, do you? Can you keep time? Can you? Do you have like the rhythm? Because there's people that I know that like can't. That is like really? a mental block of like I can't keep time. I can only because of gymnastics. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. I was a competitive gymnast, I had to keep eight counts. Yeah, and oh, so yeah. that for me was like super important like hearing it in the music when am i supposed to do x y and z yeah the moves time the moves yeah Yeah. i remember vividly when we did our like junior prom we had to learn the dance did you guys do that like a certain you had like a a prom what is it called promenade i think it's the dance you know what i'm talking about what it's like the whole the the class dances a certain no choreographed type situation like a partner like a waltz you know you do like a partnered up waltz no anyway it was a thing anybody <laughs> this right is the in, same us- place where he sat around the christmas trees <laughs> and sang songs. yeah oh, well listen maybe it's a, maybe it's like an old-timey thing and you know i grew up in a farm town so you, you know. like the stuff that like we just you guys did really not, didn't do that no i took cotillion class where i had to learn all these dances and sure. stuff but yeah. like never ever have had to like use you them do, like, or a anything. Da- you didn't do like a, a no did you have a prom though? Yes. Was it a junior or senior prom? We had junior and senior, and senior. prom. Oh yeah, we didn't do that. Once it was just junior. Once what? You're senior, nobody cares. Whoa. Anyway, but I remember vividly because we had to, it was like your what did you your class the sure. your whatever that you learned like that of people we had to learn a dance and there's the divide of people in my class that like. <laughs> could keep time keep a yeah. beat with the song and then people that were just so far off <laughs> and uh just like trying to make it work with people that could not keep time with a song if you have done what josh has done please write in and let us know because i had <laughs> never experienced that 
I know Michael didn't. Yeah. Where he, he grew up in Colorado. Colorado. I'll be honest, I thought it was a common thing, but now I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was a common commonplace thing. Um, okay. Let, back back to, music. to music. Back to music. We back. talked about my prom. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided that it was weird. I every, everything about my childhood it was kind of weird. Uh, right in. Did you have a prom dance? Let me know. I need to know now. Let Josh not feel alone. Please. I need some more people out there. If you're from small town Utah where I grow up, don't write in. I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to music. This is why we know that the flute is the oldest because it's made of bone pipes and, you know, bone pipes survive forever. So some of the earliest ever found are made from swan and vulture wing bones oh. and are between 39,000 and 43,000 years old. Other ancient instruments have been found in surprising places. For example, there is evidence that people struck stalactites, the things that hang down. Is that down or up? They are on the ceiling. Those are the ceiling one. Yeah. Stalactites, the ceiling. Sl- stalactites. So they were the sl- like slapping a stalactite on the ceiling. On the ce- that feels dangerous. Yeah. Stalagmites are the ones that are on the floor. Gotcha. Get it? Because mites are on the floor. Sure. I'm sorry. Can you imagine the first guy to be like, this is a rock gong? (laughs) Check it out. I play the rock gong. (laughs) Now all I'm picturing is like, you know how you're always saying you want to play the triangle in the band? (laughs) Was there like a rock gong guy? It's like, yeah, I play the rock gong. I play the rock gong. Uh, I wonder if you ever hit it too hard and someone's standing underneath it and killed someone. Well, that's what I was saying. Absolutely that happened. That's just like such a dangerous, you're like slapping this big rock and then it falls. Well, they didn't know any better. Back then when people died, they were probably like, oh, let's not do that again. (laughs) That's true. People were just dying all the time. Probably wasn't that big of a deal. Johnny died. The rock gong fell on (laughs) Rock gong fell on Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Billy hit the rock going too hard. He was rocking out too hard. <laughs> oh, oh man. My. Wow. What a pod this has been. Okay. So these rock gongs have been in caves dating back from 12,000 years ago with the caves themselves acting as a resonator for the sound. Okay. That makes sense because you can get some wicked reverb in a cave. Dong. Dong just rings out. Yeah. So we know that music is old and it may have been with us from when humans first evolved. Okay. But why did it arise and why has it persisted? Which is a great That's question. That's a good question. Because there are many possible functions for music. One is dancing and it is unknown if the first dancers created a musical accompaniment or if music led people to moving rhythmically. This feels Ooh, like the chicken and the that egg. That is very chicken or egg. Did the music come first or did the dance come first? I want to be in the camp of mm, dance came first. Really? Because I would think, you know, people often move in a dance way when they're like excited or happy. Yeah. Right. So if that like I'm picturing you got all these cave people mm-hmm. hanging around a fire. Oh, maybe they just brought in the big mammoth kill. Excited. And they're excited. Yeah. Just whatever. And then people start clapping along. And yeah, oh, yeah, then yeah, all of a sudden yeah. this thing is going um you might have just changed my camp because i was camp music oh really 
came first. Yeah. Well, that I mean, it also makes sense. Yeah. If people have a, a thing going. Yeah. And then somebody starts moving to it. Yeah. Another obvious reason for music is entertainment, which can be personal or communal. So music can be used for communication and often over large distances using instruments such as drums or horns. So, yeah, another reason for music is ritual and virtually every religion ever uses music. I would assume music evolved out of that, of like just like basic celebration or happiness and then from there, I would assume it found its roots in like the ritual, the like, mm-hmm. religious mm-hmm. something. Well, it probably came from kind of like what mm-hmm. you were you were talking about, where it's like there was this thing happening. Like it's like they did bring in the big killer. Yeah. They played a certain song before they would go out and hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like good things happened when they played that song, so people were like, oh, well. Do Let's play again. the song yeah, again. Do that again. Yeah. Celebration. Exactly. Thing, so the yeah. rituals begin to like take yeah. form and, and whatnot. Yeah. I think so. It's interesting. It's crazy to think about, like to step back in time. I know. And now like music is such a common oh, I everyday can't. life. Like I literally have Alexa on all the time yeah. playing music for yeah. me. But it's like, what did it you Yeah. Thinking about like people clapping around a fire. Yeah. And that was music. But like even like you think about when you do sit around a campfire, when you have someone playing guitar, you have someone like doing something around the fire, like it just feels right. It does feel right. It's one of those things that like instinctively and like at the deepest like primal part of yourself, it just does feel right. Yeah. It is like a very bonding kind of connection. Yeah thing i don't know that's interesting yeah it's really interesting however the major reason that music arose and persists maybe that it brings people oh, together there, you go. there, there it you is go. what a segue yeah music leads to bonding such as bonding between a mother and child or bonding between groups yeah. music keeps workers happy when they're doing repetitive tasks and otherwise boring work and helps everyone to move together which increases the force of their work like that's the thing you know when i was younger i used to work in a kitchen Mm. and it was real dry until you know maybe the end of the shift comes on and the place is closed and we can like blast some music cleaning in the kitchen and it's like it's great great yeah (laughs) but then also i was thinking about like bringing people together that like shift at a concert Mm. whenever you know they play that song that everyone knows and just everyone's singing and clapping they all know the song like that yeah everyone is all of a sudden one you know they're all bonded together Mm -hmm. and that's such a big powerful thing it really is and this also talked about dancing or singing together before a hunt or warfare Mm. binds participants into cohesive group it has even been suggested that music in causing such bonding creates not only the family but society itself bringing individuals together who might otherwise have led solitary lives powerful stuff it is super powerful stuff yeah um so we're gonna take a quick like step through history of where it was how it was the origin like we've talked about the origins of it but basically just kind of like stepping through it really really quickly where music kind of came to be okay just a quick overview Mm -hmm. okay so we already know that there was like prehistoric that our ancestors used so basically dating back more than 35,000 years ago. So right. starting there at like the very very back. Then we have European and Asian ancient music. So with the development of a writing system, it became possible to compose music as we do today. Right. So that's saying 
probably with European and Asian Mm -hmm. descendants, they were the first to write things down. Yeah. So the first ever piece of music presented in a cuneiform or alphabet was found in Syria and probably dates back to 3,400 years ago. The fir- that was the first ever written down yeah. piece of music. 3,400 years ago. In Syria. In Syria. Okay. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. That is, that's wild. This is when they discovered the existence of string instruments, such as the lyre and oh, the flutes. Yeah. And it also suggested the existence of the polyphone. That is basically music. I mean, that's that's combining two or more notes to make a line of music. Oh, so like a melody is what that is now commonly known as. So they were. this was the first form of a melody. This was the first form of like a melody, you know, what you would consider like mm-hmm. the main line of a song or any any music nowadays. Yeah. So now we step into the Middle Ages. Okay. Um, and there, this is really when music, I feel like, started to take off. This is about, boom. Yeah, the medieval and the Renaissance music. Yeah. So the interest in this topic is still so vivid that lots of, um, contemporary ensembles and choirs devote their existence to a repertoire of this kind of music. Yeah, I mean, it's still, you know, it's still played today. People are yeah. still studying it. It's mm-hmm. still, yeah, it's huge. Medieval music is actually quite trendy on YouTube and streaming we, platforms. Oh. I personally love classical music. Yeah. Um, uh, This was like very much, this is like what I listen to when I'm studying, when I, when I was in college studying or oh, I sure. was... Or I'm just really trying to focus because it doesn't have lyrics, but it has yeah. these like big moments. Yeah. So it's really interesting. For me, it's, I mean, along the same lines, but it was always like movie soundtracks. Yeah. Same yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. yeah. Yeah. So during the Middle Ages, this is when melodies really started to blossom. So they come together with a new notion system that set the foundation for the one we still use today. So at that time, music was mostly devotional, although there was also a secular current, mostly dealing with the tale of love and cavalry. Like we were saying, you know, from the development that it, it kind of went into the ritual aspect. Yep. And that's where it found its roots. And it, this is saying that, you know, it's still it was still there with like the devotional aspect, religious aspect. Mm-hmm. But there all of a sudden started being songs about love and cavalry, the war, things like that. Yeah. Um, and that was new. And if you're if you've ever been curious about what secularism or what secular is, mm. that has always been something that confused me in music because yeah. this is really when you get that separation. So yeah. secularism is the principle of seeking to conduct human affairs based on secular nationalism considerations. So secularism is mostly commonly defined as a separation of religion from civil affairs right. and the state. It's like life without religion. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've ever been like, I don't understand what secular means, it basically means this is when they started to create stuff on love and life rather than just all religion. Religion, yeah. Yeah. So then we take a leap from the Renaissance to the classical period. So during the Renaissance, composers laid the foundation for what Baroque music would later become. Mm. Baroque. Baroque. <laughs> Whenever I hear the Baroque period, I kind of get like twitchy because I like that's all I remember from music. Oh, like your college class, yeah, of music history. I feel like we spent a lot of time in the Baroque. I mean, period. it's a big period, big period. Yeah, because this is when composers started creating music for richer ensembles. Like yeah. it wasn't just this piece of instrument and this. Like you're using two instruments. This was like you're creating an an ensemble, you have like a whole an orchestra, orchestra mm-hmm. arrangement. Yeah. Then we hop into opera and romantic music. All right. Which is really kind of crazy. So this classical era involved the development of a brand new singing form that mixed music and theater. 
And operas are still incredibly popular today. Have you ever seen an opera? No. And I have heard very mixed reviews on it, but the Phantom of the Opera is on Broadway currently in New York. And I really want to go see it. And I feel like I need to get a rundown of like what's happening before because it's they don't sing it in English. It's usually in French or Spanish or one of those romantic (laughs) languages. So I feel like I I don't want to just sit there and be like, uh, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never I've never experienced opera. I have friends that sing opera. Really? Yeah. Oh, I had um our in the band, our old bassist was studying opera. Whoa. Yeah. I never got to hear him sing because he was studying to be like an opera singer. I never got That's to hear him crazy. sing. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. So one of the most known and loved currents today is the romantic music, um, which was brought on by a bunch of different composers back in that time. Namely, uh, big big names from the opera and romantic are going to be your Mozart. Beethoven, mm-hmm. um, those ones. That's that's when they came yeah. on the scene. They were kind of crazy. Oh yeah, I, geniuses. But you had to be kind of out of the box and crazy to oh, do what you, they were doing. Do you still do? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. If uh, to to think about art in that kind of way, you have to be at least you know crazy is kind of a negative word. You have to think differently. Yes. About yeah. the world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Exactly. And then we took a really big drastic turn. This is when jazz and blues came onto the scene. Yeah. So this is like, well, and it's like a fairly, at least in the timeline, like fairly big time jump as well. Yes. And um, that's, but like in the timeline, this is what really bothered me, to be completely honest with you, when we were studying music, yeah. there was nothing in between. Nothing really happened in there. Opera and jazz. Like yeah. there was nothing in there but where it's like, and then this happened. It was just kind of yeah. like. Now you have jazz. Yeah, it was like it it, it developed to like classical. Yeah. And then stayed that for many years. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, here comes some jazz and blues. Yeah. So people got tired of the, like the calm, quiet stuff. So then yeah. like you had jazz and blues that stepped onto the scene. Sure. Are you a jazz and blues fan? No. Really? It gives me anxiety. So there oh, are yeah. still like jazz and blues clubs in New York City. Yeah. It's a big thing. So if you ever come to New York, I highly recommend... There is a secret, well, there's all kinds of like speakeasies all around New York City, but this one is in Grand Central. Oh, cool. And it is so cool. So this place is called the Campbell. Okay. It's in Grand Central Station. That's cool. It is so cool. It used to be a jail at one point. It was the commissioner's office and then it was turned into this like jazz club. Was it like an original speakeasy though like but when when prohibition no. okay no 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 because i know there's some are, that are like yes that. there yeah. are and they're really cool yeah, yeah. um but this one is just in grand central it used to house lumber it used yeah, to house criminals cool. it used to, like it just has had so many lives and yeah. then it became this jazz club cool. and they have jazz bands that come in and play and it is it transports you back in time yeah that's cool. and it's really really cool i would love that because i am a big when you fan. come we'll go i'm a big really cool. fan of jazz so yeah i would love that it's re- i like i like jazz when it's not what's the chaotic jazz and there's no rhyme or i mean like, there's like well there's like freeform jazz yeah which maybe that's kind of it's more loose and just yeah just flowy it whatever. gives me so much anxiety when they're yeah. like playing over one like another and it like and doesn't just... like mesh and it's just yeah. like ah. yeah i mean i i agree like anything f- anything that's too free form yeah or if they're i mean jazz you know you can get into where it's like they're changing the time signature they're they're changing the tempo they're you know like yeah. stuff is just going nuts <laughs> that also does kind of rub me the wrong way a little mm-hmm. bit but 
so then you get into rock and pop. Oh, here we go. So I just think it's crazy. You know, we've got like, we go opera and then we get a little bit looser with jazz and blues. And then we are like, <laughs> like hardcore rock, rock and, and pop. Yeah. So through the 50s, a revolution happened. So rock and roll appeared and blasted the music scene <laughs> wide open. Yeah. Quite literally. That's uh, that. I love that scene in. Um, have you seen Back to the Future? No. The, there's a scene when because he obviously the guy goes back. To back yeah. In time. And um, he is from, I think originally he's from the 80s, like lives in the 80s, mm-hmm. goes back in time to, I think, the 40s or 50s. Yeah. Before rock and roll had really. And he goes to this dance and gets on stage and plays the classic uh, Johnny Be Good by Chuck oh, Berry. Oh, yeah. And just like shreds it, ripping on this guitar, plays the whole thing. It's this big like musical number <laughs> and ends and everyone in the crowd is just like, you know wide eye like straight face like what the heck was that and he says like sorry i guess you guys aren't ready for that but your kids are gonna love it (laughs) or whatever (laughs) it's such a good moment in that movie that's awesome so this was all throughout the 50s that this happened and then you have the beatles obviously for example that worked that bridge between the two worlds yeah yeah of you know like rock and just and like, like a jazzy blues, jazzy yeah. yeah like well like because that, that's the thing at that time before the only kind of bands you know you think of like a right. band of musicians playing together were jazz bands yep or like the blues you know blues bands and so then yeah people were changing what the term band meant mm-hmm. a, a coll- you know a collection of musicians playing together um and yeah absolutely the beatles you know love them or hate them yeah you cannot deny what they did to popular music i completely agree yeah and now we're in this new age of electronic music yes and this is like pretty mainstream music and yeah. it's it's very interesting because it, it takes this development of technology and computers and allows artists to approach music in a whole different manner yeah and they no longer have to play an instrument to compose a tune yeah they could just use a piece they of software, software and electronic devices yeah. and then hello you have music again it's like love it or hate it it's had a big impact I mean, we, you know, when we made our album, we obviously all play instruments, so that's a mm-hmm. part of it. But then also we use those electronic tools to make, you know, like our album has a bunch of synth on it. Well, we didn't, it doesn't have enough that we were like, let's bust out the old synthesizer yeah. from the 80s. No, we just, we did it digitally and made, you that's know, great. made it in the program or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's music has definitely taken a big uh come a long way went through a lot of changes a lot of interesting things it has um this was actually you were talking about college class that like from about the 40s on is what was what what my college class Mm. studied um so like all of the jazz and blues and then into the rock and pop and all of that that's that was my like bread and butter that's nice love to learn about mine was not mine was like Bach and literally Mozart and, and stuff. like the the Gorgarian chants. Oh yeah, like where they're like, Whoa, yeah. I did yeah, not. I did not learn yeah. about any. Of that. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible to learn about. Yeah, I don't. I wish that on anyone. If you're in one of those classes right now, just know you will get through it. I I promise. I believe in you. But that's music. Music, man. It's kind of crazy. It's so intertwined in our lives. Yeah. Like whether you want to or not, like you were walking around with some kind of beat. Yeah, for at sure. all times. Like I mean, it is. It's so ingrained in literally everything. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot, you cannot go. I would, I would dare say half a day without hearing some music. I completely. You agree. know, like yeah, it's just in everything and in, in every aspect of your life. Here, but let's end this. What 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 you listen to right now? 
I have been very into um like my roots again, like country music. Okay, sure. I'm a big country gal. Sure. Lots of people hate it. Well, you know. But I have been really big into Morgan Wallen. Okay. He's been like the yeah. vibe. I've I've I haven't listened to him, but I've, I've yeah. I know he's a he's big current in yeah. like, the music. So I've been listening to a lot of Morgan Wallen yeah. and I've been listening to um actually Michael's favorite artist. His name is Mike. Mike. And he just creates like songs and music and it's literally Mike with a period at the end of oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. that's like his name. Uh, what kind of, is it like uh, electronic or um, hip-hop type? It's kind of hip-hoppy, rappy yeah. okay. in a way, but like also not. Gotcha. I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah. He might be under hip-hop and rap. But Probably. I don't know. I just listen to that because Michael listens to mm-hmm. it like all the time. So yeah. I'm huh? just like, right on. cool. Nice. <laughs> what about you? Uh, a lot of alternative music. I mean, that's kind of where mm, I, that's what yeah. I love now. Um, also T Swift as well. I've been on T- well, big sure, T Swift vibe. Sure. Always like. T Swift. Um, I literally just this morning though, I was listening to there's a indie alternative band called Group Love. Um, you mm, might have yeah. heard them. They have that one song that was massive, uh, called Tongue Tied. But uh, they just announced an album and came out with two singles. I think last week or the week before, and I was listening to them on the way over here oh, this nice, morning. Oh, so. nice, nice. They're very good. If you like any of that kind of music, go listen to those because mm-hmm. they're really good. Do it. Do it right. to it. Should we go listen to some music? I think we shall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Science Pals, we'll see you next week. Leave a late rating and review and... Send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. You guys are the best. Yeah. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.